welcome to the Nerdy Bible Podcast. The Nerdy Bible is a nonprofit aimed at bridging the gap between Jesus and the modern world. We believe that the greatest way to learn is to wrestle, especially when it comes to our faith. We exist to provide a space where questions are welcomed, doubts are discussed, and all are invited to pursue a deeper understanding of who God is. Today we break down Season 1, Episode 4 of The Chosen. The major story arc of this episode follows Simon Peter as he struggles with his decisions and his predicament with the Romans. We watch Simon Peter begin to spiral as he attempts to fix problems on his own. He is eventually saved in more ways than one by the one that John the Baptist is preparing the way for. We are officially more than halfway through Season 1 and grateful that you have followed along this far. This is one of my favorite episodes we've recorded and we wrestled through some great topics. Let's jump into today's episode. Hello, welcome to uh, the Chosen Companion series. My name is Mike from Showboys. And I'm joined, as always, by my good friend James from the nerdybible.com. How are you doing tonight? I am fantastic. How are you? Good. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but I caught myself because even though I said before we started recording that I wasn't going to introduce this as the show boys <laughs> like I accidentally did last week and had to restart, um, I, I still almost did it. It's like it's natural m- muscle memory at this point. It's like anytime there's a microphone in front of my face and I'm looking at StreamYard, uh, then the first words I say are welcome to show boys. Um, but we did it. We made it through uh here for episode uh four (laughs) of uh the chosen i don't know if you guys video versions caught that uh i forgot to change the background but i did it right when i said episode four so you know you're welcome wait what totally intentional uh don't worry about it you didn't know okay good matter um (laughs) yes uh if you're new here to the series uh this is a companion series to listen along as you watch the chosen uh, which is mm-hmm. a series that is um, a, a a dramatization of the life and ministry of Jesus. Um, so what we do, we go through, uh, we watch, uh, we've already watched the show. This will be my second time. I don't know how many times James has watched it. Um, 42. 42, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Good number. Um, quite a few times. But uh, we're going through, we're watching each episode. And then we're coming immediately after watching the episode, coming onto the the computer here and recording our reaction and breakdown of each episode. Uh, It's been really fun. This is uh, covering episode four. So uh, thank you for joining us. Um, James, you were telling me that uh, you're about to launch a new series on your website. And you wouldn't tell me what it was about until we started (laughs) recording. So please tell me. No. Um, so it's actually pretty exciting about this, uh, or I'm excited about this. Um, so, um, uh, one of the things that I got into the nerdy Bible is because I am, um, I, I, I'm trained in, in science, right? I mean, biology and physics and stuff. So I have always wanted to parallel the two of being like, okay, so here's scientists and here's faith. Like they actually do somewhat intersect. You know, Mm -hmm. like I'm not saying like the Bible tells you anything about science. It's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that a lot of scientists had faith in whether it's, you know, there's a lot of different religions that they've had faith in. So um, I am launching a little series and every week I'm going to introduce a new scientist and um, 
explain his life, his science, and his faith or ah, her. Sorry, nice. I, that was like horrible. I did his, and there are a lot of amazing women in science. So, nice. um, so I think I said he because the first week I already, it's already done. I haven't posted anything, <laughs> anything. and I'm thinking of the scientists that, yes, that yes, I did, yes. but so. Um, you know what? It is safe to say that I can I can announce it because it'll be posted by then. So I did uh, James Clerk Maxwell. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a pretty so, rad, dude. Yeah, so um, I, I don't know who that is, yeah. but I'm sure he's he cool. did a lot of work in electromagnetism early on nice. in like the the 1800s, and so a lot of modern um, electrodynamics is built on his theories, like. I have not gone through any class in that that has not like beat you over the head with his four <laughs> equations. So nice. no, it was, it was good though. So yeah, that was, I'm just excited about it. Um, I'm excited to do that. So I did started searching and there are so many, like it is unbelievable nice. how many that like were involved in their churches and um, societies and different, it was very it was actually eye-opening. I didn't even know this as many. So that's awesome. I am gonna. This is gonna go on for like fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, but I'm, I'm go, gonna man. try to get into like you know, including like videos and stuff, like actually teaching some of the science of that. And like, oh, so nice. there's gonna be a lot of cool things. I'm I'm pretty excited about it. But yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, that that's really cool. Uh, I I'm no scientist myself, uh, but the little college that I went. Uh, that I went through. Mm -hmm. uh, I was going for physical therapy. So I had to take a lot of anatomy, biology classes. And, <clears throat> excuse me, when I was in school, uh, I was, you know, maybe five years into my walk with Jesus. Um, but, uh, like, just one, like, learning the things that I learned just in lecture and like uh, textbooks and stuff is mind blowing just about the body and like how intricate everything is and how mm -hmm. perfect, like everything has to be for our bodies to function for reproduction to like have for birth and like the creation of new humans. Like how, the, the way all of that works is just, mm -hmm literally mind-blowing and as uh, a christian going through all that it was just like super eye-opening and like kind of wondrous mm -hmm. if that makes sense uh yeah. and that just like was multiplied by a hundred when i got into lab and worked with cadavers and like yeah which sounds really gross um no it's not I and mean, it kind of is I've a little done gross, it. it's... but <clears throat> dude okay there is nothing <laughs> like being elbow deep in a chest cavity and just being like, there is no way that this was not like perfectly designed by it's... a creator, you know? Yeah. It, it's just, dude, there's no way that I, I'm probably gonna get a lot of flack from this. So go ahead. Uh, the comments are good for the algorithm. So please. Uh, comment uh, how <laughs> big of an idiot I am, but oh, or, yeah, or how it. hot of a take this is going to be. But like, what? Just I, because... I can't see that, and then like, just be like, yeah, this all totally happened because two rocks slammed into each other and exploded, and magically, like, there's this perfect 
a like environment to create something so intricate as life yeah i think science in general really just take, sorry, no 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 that's <laughs> I, I think it is eye-opening i mean especially i did a lot of my studying in cosmology and astrophysics and stuff and biology too so like i have at one point i could tell you every single portion of a body and how it works and, and all the, all the systems function. And, and, and then you go into cosmology and space and stuff like it's just, it's mind blowing. I mean, did you know that the big bang theory was, was, um, discovered or coined by a Jesuit priest, you know what I mean? So you have like these different things, like, it's just, that is what led me to, to faith. It wasn't really like, it wasn't a church. It wasn't a preacher. It wasn't a, a friend that was going to church. It was like, my years of studying science. So I completely feel you there. It's uh, it, it's, it's mind blowing to think like, I mean, even on a cellular level, like yeah, what is not... happening, it is, I mean, and, and the amount of changes that a body goes through as it's developing and it's nuts. Yeah. And like, it's, it's just, it's mind blowing. So and no, I super I, interesting that you, came from that background and it led you to god mm -hmm. um because you don't hear that very often or at no, least you i don't, don't hear you, that very you don't, often. Well, <laughs> and then on top of it i i feel like as i get um older i get grumpier no <laughs> i don't know if that's a thing no uh, but it's I, definitely a thing because i no, i'm a grumpy I get a, man <laughs> i get upset <laughs> i get upset when i hear all these people like it's like how many times i've heard somebody and they're like well you know science and i'm like what <laughs> like that's not it that's first off saying the word science is not an argument but like <laughs> you know i i just i i hear these just arguments filled with like fallacies and just like almost as if they they just they read some some headline in a tab in in the news and it's like we'll see this and, and you're just like that doesn't you, you don't even know what you read you don't even know like what like i mean at least if you're gonna argue like argue it you know like argue to some like i feel like i've heard a lot of atheists talk and i listen <laughs> one of my life goals um is to i i heard the uh well, i'm running out of time but i heard um you ever hear the bill nye and ken ham arguments I've um, I've heard of them. Yeah. I've never watched them. I'm like looking at these people and I'm like, I just I want to argue with both of you. Like these are both <laughs> ridiculous right now. Like, and so I, I don't know. I just I feel like that's what led me to this nonprofit and stuff is like seeing these people in, in both camps. Like, dudes never read a Bible, dudes never read a science book, and now they're debating about the, the, uh, <laughs> Why and the other just, person's wrong. Yeah, and then and then there's a crazy guy over here that's saying like he read in Genesis that this is what's going to happen with whatever. And, and now it's like science and you're just like, yeah. no, like it's just, there's so much, there's so much issues. There's so yeah. many issues with, with it that I just, I love to, to tackle as I um, yeah. get into my, my gray haired days. And then there's the, like the, here's the last point that we'll get into the actual. Episode. Yeah. Sorry. We got um, a rant. Uh, but then you had the whole other topic of people who just, discredit the other because they're on one side like yeah oh, like i i believe in god uh, so like nothing in, uh, in science can be true or like factual yeah. or support 
God. And then from the other side of the spectrum, like, no, like, I, I don't believe in God. I, I believe in science. And like, this all just randomly happened by chance. And all of a sudden, like, here we are. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, and the, the, like, in my uh, mind, like, you can't really have one without the other. Exactly. And that's one of the things that I'm I'm focusing the, the whole goal of doing the scientist thing is never to really like talk about the science or talk about the faith. It's the fact of like um, a lot of the arguments I've heard is like, you know, these scientists like Isaac Newton, he was just in a different different era. Right. Like he was more susceptible to the ideals of 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 Christians and stuff. And it's like, no, dude, that is incredibly insulting to the person that that developed some of the, the earliest complex ideas in in like gravitation and even he he predicted light as being particles well before they you know we even understood what so like when you when you look at these people that are incredibly intelligent and you like say like oh you know they're just different air it's like insulting to who they are and like oh like they didn't put enough thought into the like you're just it's not it's just not fair and i think it's just it's it angers me <laughs> yeah yeah so uh but thanks for coming to our ted talk about science yeah today. yeah right um, so um what are we like 30 minutes in <laughs> yeah uh one, hey, one final thing this will not go any further than this but uh, i don't know if you noticed but i was able to match my lights almost to the i see, the I see it I tried my best and I think it looks pretty cool. But, well, and uh, anyone that's not watching, you just got this whole feng shui thing going on here. He's got a candle. He's got <laughs> Bulbasaur sitting by the candle. He's yeah, yeah. Old, sweatshirt. Old, He's got Christmas. Uh, uh, I don't know uh, if you know Bulbasaur's on. name here, but um, Bulby? if you're uh, a frequent viewer oh, no. of Showboys, this is Bulbo Baggins. Bulbo Baggins. Yeah, so I nickname all my Bulbasaur's in Pokemon games. <laughs> Bulbasaur is my favorite Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, and yes, uh, I'm wearing my podcasting uniform, which are my flannel jammies and some sort of awesome. I never hoodie. showed you. I'll show you for the all the Ooh, list watchers. I got my pops, pops over. They're just not behind me because I'm a nerd and I put a giant whiteboard there. Yeah, yeah I, I like it. Some, I like it though. Like the lighting. Like the lighting. All right, let's get into the episode. Uh, this is episode four of season one. We'll just delete uh, the first twenty minutes. <laughs> oh no 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 no, no 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 no! It's good stuff. Uh, episode four here of season one. It is called "The Rock on Which It Is Built." Um, this came out April twenty nineteen. Of course, Dallas Jenkins, uh, also Ryan Swanson and Tyler Thompson. Uh, so here's the summary here, and then we'll just uh, go through the episode and, and give our thoughts and opinions and things. Um, at the Sea of Galilee, Simon misleads the Romans to save fellow Jews from being caught. Quintus suspects Simon of uh, duplicity and sends Matthew to follow him. Shmuel, um, I hate saying his name, but uh, that's my favorite student of Nicodemus. Uh, he tells Nicodemus about a baptizer on the Jordan River. Running from the Jordan, Andrew claims to Simon they are saved, and his rabbi, John the Baptizer, has identified the Lamb of God. But Simon prepares to fish. Andrew, Zebedee, Big James, and John arrive to help, but they catch nothing. In the morning, they see someone teaching a crowd on the shore. Andrew recognizes the teacher as Jesus, who asks to preach from their boat. 
After the sermon, Jesus tells Simon and Andrew to cast their nets. Suddenly, many fish appear, and they catch enough to pay off their debts. Simon surrenders himself to Jesus, and inviting Simon and Andrew to become fishers of men, Jesus also calls Big James and John. Witnessing the miracle, Matthew is shocked by its impossibility. Meanwhile, Nicodemus visits the imprisoned John the Baptizer to ask about miracles. Um, <clears throat> so yes, uh, picking up from episode three, which uh, was as we kind of uncovered as the episode progressed last week, um, the introduction of the character Jesus is mm -hmm. true. Uh, introduction in the series here uh following that episode we are back to kind of the main storyline we've been following so far in in the season and that is simon and his massive uh tax debt uh simon and andrew um and their plot to kind of uh erase their debt with with quintus by uh turning in their fellow jews who have been fishing on shabbat so um, the episode opens up with Simon on a boat with some Roman uh, guards, and he is uh, supposed to be leading them to these fishermen who are illegally fishing on the Shabbat. And um, instead, mid-sail mid or row, I should say, uh, he has a change of heart. He, they, they come across a set of wooden bobbers which were kind of cool to see um and as he's like inspect inspecting them he notices there's a marking on on the one he's looking at and i watch uh, well i think they show this even without subtitles on uh but it's the letter z and um that means something to simon you can see it, it kind of like him thinking through this process starting to kind of feel a little guilt that he's you know basically hunting down his his fellow jew um who are just trying to get by kind of like he is uh so he has like a, a change of heart here and instead of leading the uh, romans to the fishermen he instead leads them into a sandbar <laughs> Which I thought was kind of funny mm -hmm. um but uh uh, on your first watch, did you kind of pick up what the the marking on the bobber meant to to Simon? I didn't even like most of the way through this episode until later on. I think I figured out what it meant, but um, usually I'm really good at picking up on those details, and I didn't even pick up on it this time. That that it, it had a Z on it. What it, I yeah. So I was like, why? What is the importance of Z? Right? Like it's so random. But then uh, I remembered, like, uh, later on, we see Simon. Uh, he meets with Andrew. Or, no, he, well, yeah, Andrew. Uh, but he meets with Zebedee, Big James, and John. And I think the Z on the bobber here is Zebedee. Like, it's his bobber, his net that uh, has I been just... cast. So, like, uh, the meeting there in the tavern, he's basically like, look, I was... Ch basically chasing you with some Romans and instead of leading them to you, which we were right on your tail, uh, I did you all uh, a solid and crashed the boat instead uh, as a way, like we'll get to this point later on, or we can just go there right now, but 
um, he tells them of his plan to turn them in to pay off his debt. And he's like, but you know, being the good guy that I am, instead of leading them to you, I, I wrecked the boat. So you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> like thinking that's going to make everything, okay. everything better. Uh, but yeah, I think the Z, yeah, it was Zebedee's yeah, you know, net that he came across, but it's not super important, but just something I noticed here on the second watch. Um, but uh, like, what'd you think of, of Simon's change of heart here? Did, did this scene like really mean anything to you? I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like it was predict, not predictable, but like he almost seemed to have like a connection with them in the first place. So it's like, to me, I don't know, maybe that's like a, maybe not a flaw in the story, but like, he already seems, you know, somewhat connected to her. So it's it almost like it's not like he's just, you know, giving up his own people. He's like giving up like like friends. Friends or even at the the like least like a coworker yeah, or yeah. you know, like somebody that's like you know, a, a, an acquaintance is probably a better word than a coworker, yeah, yeah. but but you know, I, so um yeah, I I think that I think Peter does um dumb things but like i i, I was trying to think of a, a a better way to say that but no that's about all i can say with that and i i think we get that from scripture and it's not they're just not well thought out that's yeah. that's what and so this i think when you when you when you're on a boat slowly going through the water you have more time to think and i think <laughs> yeah. that he is finally like you know what yeah um, I thought it was interesting that kind of what like triggers that like thought process to happen is, you know, he's like, they find the bobbers. The Romans are like, what's that? And he's like, bobbers, you idiots. Uh, but then the, the guards Romans. like, yeah, yeah, it was great. Uh, but the guards like, ah, good job. And then he's like, wait, dang it. <laughs> like my, my my nemesis just told me I'm doing a good job because I'm helping them. Like, what the heck am I doing? <laughs> At least that's kind of what what I thought there. Um, but basically, the majority, I would say, probably like ninety percent of this episode is just following Simon and mm -hmm. dealing with this problem. Um, so I, I don't think really the episode, like our episode will be super long because there's i mean we're just mainly talking about simon here um, well i wouldn't go that far i mean we were already 30 minutes <laughs> well yeah, we're, that we're is true started. um and there even though we're just following simon like there's kind of a lot that happens with simon here um yeah. but yeah so so he wrecks the boat the guards get angry of course um they you know bring him on shore cut his ear and they're like you know we're we're being kind to you because if quintus was here he would he's a that dude's a savage <laughs> i think they literally say like he's a, he's savage or something mm -hmm. along those lines um and basically like you know hey if you do this again like you i can i think the guard says something like i can buy like a couple more days or a week or basically i can i can yeah. hold quintus off for a little bit for you but bro like you're really like playing yeah, with fire here yeah. <laughs> uh so so 
he realizes that he's in, in trouble uh, and he devises a a new plan uh, that Andrew thinks is, is pretty silly, like most of, of Simon's plans so far. Uh, but here we go to the scene in the tavern with Zebedee, uh, Big James, and John, where he's basically like, I was going to turn you guys in. I realized it was you and not like some random fisherman. Um, and I did you a solid. I didn't turn you in. You're welcome. How about you help me by giving me all of your fish, basically? <laughs> <laughs> and that's his plan. <laughs> and it's a really dumb one. This is there, of course, rightfully pretty angry with Simon. Um, and on top of that, they're like, uh, I can't like take that away from the people who mm -hmm. fish for me because uh, that would also be kind of a, a loser move. Um, so we find Simon's in hot water later, you know, he goes back home and his wife is, you know, talking with her two brothers. Uh, he finds out that their mother or his mother-in-law is sick and is now living with him. So basically Simon's whole world is like falling apart here. Like he's in massive debt with his oppressors and his mother-in-law now lives with him. So it's like literally... <laughs> like everyone's worst nightmare. Um, I'm just kidding. I love my mother-in-law. She's awesome. Uh, his wife is, is really ticked at him um, about, you know, him being upset about her mother being there and being sick. Uh, but also like he tells her the truth comes clean. Mm -hmm. Like, look, we're in big trouble here. And she kind of like, hits him with some hard truths here like you know where's your faith like even before this like you have been kind of you know, stumbling or uh, i'm paraphrasing here but basically he hasn't been staying true to his faith he hasn't been pursuing god mm -hmm. he hasn't you know he's he's been I take it as going through the motions or maybe not even going through the motions um, and then acting surprised. They're like, why is all this happening? <laughs> like, why can't I do this myself? Uh, but I really liked the scene there with his wife, even though, okay, I know I've been rambling, but here's no. my last point. I'll let you talk. Um, <laughs> a larger thing across the episode, you do see some of those like, kind of too on the nose borderline cheese moments in some of the dialogue uh there's a little bit here where it's getting close to being like okay like you don't have to like literally one thousand percent like spell it out on the nose like you can uh there's a a part like that with uh nicodemus and the pharisees talking about john the baptizer which we'll talk about when we get to that point but yeah. um anyways the floor is yours, sir. I mean, I don't have much to say on that. I, <laughs> I, no, I, I always love, I loved the, my favorite part of this scene was when he's like, I'm actually, I have it kind of on in the, the, you know, as I'm looking back at this dialogue as you bring it up, but um, he's like, I'm not talking to your sisters 
or your sister right now. I'm talking to my wife in my yeah. house. I will beat you with both my berries <laughs> if you don't get out of my house right yeah. now. I just think it's so funny because it's such that like that that Peter moment. Um, no, I I really like honestly. This is this is probably my favorite episode so far in the season. Um, and it's because of Peter. I think it's just, I, I don't know if we're, I think we're about to go into hit the next scenes with Peter, but like, I just really like, I feel like the character that you traits that you get from him, from reading the Bible. When, when I first came to my faith, like, I feel like I was so, enthralled with with peter and like because i'm like oh that's me like i'm so like peter i'm just so like i'm i i feel like i i was hot-headed i was like quick to act i was very like you know and i'm still all those at some point i think we all have that <laughs> capacity but like yeah. you know i feel like so he's so relatable to me and so the as we proceed and continue to talk about future scenes with him like i just I'm like, that's so me. It's crazy. I don't know. I just, I, I can relate to him in this so much. And so, um, yeah, I guess I'm more excited to talk about the few things here in, in the few next scenes. Um, but yeah, no, I thought these were, were, you said this was your favorite scene of the, you really like uh, the scene or, or no, it's just, I was no, just okay, going okay. through. Just, um, okay. I do like the the next interaction though, as mm -hmm. Simon is going outside and prepping his fish fishing stuff, and Andrew comes like winded up, and and he's just like, Simon, I I, I saw him, and uh, basically he's like, what's what's Simon saying? <laughs> Would you run from Jerusalem or something? <laughs> like, I love like the the, the like uh -huh. sarcastic like. Did you Quick run all lady. the way from Jerusalem? Is what he said. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's great. I, I got. <laughs> We're <that>. saved. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but basically, Andrew is coming from the Jordan, uh, being with John the Baptizer, uh -huh. uh, and he saw Jesus, and John is like, "That's it. That's him. That's the Messiah. That's the Lamb of God." Uh, and of course, this is super important to the people at the time, uh, because as they've said, or they say in this episode a handful of times um this is the person that they've been praying for their entire lives and for like generations like they've been praying for the return or for the coming of the messiah right and and like andrew is is pumped because he saw him like he's here um mm -hmm. And of course, uh, it, it doesn't help his case that like he saw, like he was told that this was the Messiah from John the Baptizer, who uh, Simon then <laughs> calls Creepy John. <laughs> bug eating John, I think, is another thing. I yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he's bug eating a, friend. <laughs> what, what's he? What's he? I forget exactly what he says, but basically, he's like, oh. Great. I'm supposed to be excited because creepy John pointed to some guy <laughs> like pretty much. Um, but I, of this episode, that scene might be my favorite just because, you know, like we've all been, I think in Simon's position in this, at, at this point mm -hmm. of the episode, right. Where we, 
we're in like way over our heads like um and as a believer like i've been in this position where uh i've i've forgotten like who it is i follow and i've forgotten that um and i am actually in the process of learning right now that <clears throat> um like jesus already gave us and provided like everything that i need like when he this is going outside the episode here's a little sermon from mike okay sorry but you're gonna have to listen <laughs> um you have no choice unless you push stop which i implore you please don't uh, that would hurt my feelings <laughs> um but something i'm learning right now which i guess i never really thought of before um but like when jesus when he came and when he died on the cross when he bore the stripes you know in 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 the cruci the crucifixion there like those stripes paid for everything that we would ever need like at that moment jesus provided healing he provided you know blessings he provided like literal things like everyday things that we need like god when he created like I, i'm i'm struggling to get this out because believe it or not i'm not a preacher so like <laughs> um this is not my forte but like so when god created everything right like in the beginning <laughs> he he knew the end game when he created everything right so it's not like he he created man and then then he created like oh crap i forgot adam needs to eat like here here's like an apple oh oh you're hungry oh, uh here's like a watermelon you know like he created everything and then he created adam and adam at that point had everything that he would ever need and the way god created creation like creation is sustaining right like mm -hmm. food continues to grow if we plant it like animals continue to reproduce and like we have livestock so we can eat meat and hunt and so like i guess what i'm trying to say is like god had all of our needs in mind when he created us right so in a position like simon where he where he's in over his head he he thinks he has to do it all himself he doesn't know like like how he's going to get what he needs like i just got to take a step back and and remember like god's already given us everything that we need like jesus already paid the price and gave us everything that we would ever need mm -hmm. we just have to like have that faith to receive it and believe that he will provide it for us right um but anyways no but that's that's good no i like that i mean i i also 
it reminds me of I'm, I'm watching as you have like simon actually struggling in a certain in a certain um circumstance here and i also like think back on uh it turns out when you when you make stuff on faith and you post it on social media, <laughs> there's a lot of people that leave just ridiculous comments and like, ang- you know, just <laughs> I, I can't I'm not even going to get into all the things. I, at least like there was a few that I'm like, all right, you know, that actually had some substance. <laughs> but like uh, <laughs> well, a lot of them didn't. But no, it, it reminds me of like, I think sometimes we also think like. I think ahead of like Jesus and where we're going to eventually go into this, like he literally prayed saying like, if you will take it from me, you know what I'm saying? So I think sometimes like I struggled so much with these types of things because I'm like, well, why did I have the child that I had? And then other friends didn't. And like, you know what I mean? You get in those instances and like, you're like, but what I realized later on is that like, he does give us what we need. I just think sometimes we have a, a misconception of what we actually need. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's where I think the line, cause the whole time you were talking about that, I was thinking about the post that I had of like, it was like, I, I'll just bring it out. It, it was on my comments and on one of our, our postings. And it was like, well, did believer, I'm sure believers were in Auschwitz when they died and stuff like, and, and it's just like, you know, I, and it's like great man you brought up like the 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 issue of evil like yes it's one of the it's yeah. it, it's it's a it, it's a very hard problem or the problem of of evil or whatever it is yeah so it's like you know i was thinking about that that whole time that you were saying that and i think sometimes it's those needs and so yeah like, this and, and like nobody knows the like how how god like truly functions right like we're we're just humans like we can't comprehend the vastness being of god right and like his process and because if we if we did we would be god right i mean like it's just you you can't comprehend how he how he works and as we come and have revelations like this, as we learn and unpack, have encounters with Jesus, have encounters with the Holy Spirit, like, and and things are revealed to us, like we'll never fully understand. Like to that comment, yeah, I'm sure there were a lot of believers. Yeah, like, do I know of, why that yeah. happened? No. Well, yeah, actually, we do because <laughs> I mean, I know why it was, happened, but you know, like, and that's it, yeah, but like, why? Why would God allow that to happen? Not to completely derail this episode. No, yeah, but, I have no idea, and I can't even pretend to try to explain it to you. Exactly, just, and like, and 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 like, when people do that, like the dude seems to like have the answers, and it's like, man, you know, how many debates have been about this topic, like, and how many, like, there is no there's no consensus now there's always going to be a divide on this answer and and like so to bring this back to like peter is that like his needs in this moment like aren't being clearly aren't being met and Mm. like how you were kind of talking and he's just like scoffing scoffing is that how he's scoffing at it and yeah yeah. and like it's a good word um 
<laughs> actually when we were this siege it, it reminds me of like times like you'd hear like i don't know growing up as a non-believer i'd hear like i don't know some lady in a grocery store and she'd be like that person needs jesus and like my <laughs> eyes would just roll it over so much and it was just because i i I, you know you're just kind of like dude whatever man like just stop when like even now like i've had times where i'm like there's i'm like okay like (laughs) that didn't um, have to do with anything but sure (laughs) like here i'm trying to think of an exact example like our our we almost had to replace our furnace like a month ago which would have been like three grand and i don't have three thousand dollars laying around and the guy who we have do that stuff like he works for a heating and cooling company but he does this stuff on the side for cheaper like after he's done working and that's how we use him because you know not a millionaire (laughs) uh the problem with that is he doesn't take cards because he's doing this on the side so like Mm -hmm. cash or check that's your options well guess who doesn't have three thousand dollars laying around to replace the furnace this guy uh so like I'm what 15 years into my walk with God um been through a lot in my life but at, in that moment I'm like great like what am I going to have to sell like <laughs> what am I going to have to do to like come up with scrounge up money for this uh completely like forgetting to I don't know call upon my provider right to seek jesus in that moment to uh walk in faith knowing that he will provide one way or the other it might not be three thousand dollars in a new furnace it might be him which what happened uh finding that it was actually uh you know two parts in my furnace that could be replaced instead of replacing the whole thing um but you get in those moments like Simon where you have someone like Andrew being like, yeah, the Messiah is here. Like, the, the, this is all amazing. The person we've been praying for is finally here. Like, the person who can save us. Like, literally, Andrew says, we're saved. <laughs> uh, and then you have me and Simon, and I'm sure you at points in your life where it's like, that's not what I want to hear right now. Like, yeah. I have this, pr- this mountain in front of me. Like, I don't that doesn't help me like this is what i need um but all that all that to say that last 10 minutes i can (laughs) i completely relate with simon in this moment because i've been there a dozen times (laughs) and i even relate more as he progresses in this episode because he just like spirals like yeah he it's like this i laugh because i'm like thinking about all the times in my life i've spiraled you know but like he really does just spiral and it's like so much so that like i'm watching him like i i mean i guess we could just what's the next scene here um uh he has like <laughs> Matthew is terribly spying on Andrew oh, and Simon. <laughs> terribly yeah, that's a good word, terribly, because he's like this he's like just uh, literally standing in the middle of the road uh, <laughs> with his journal. <laughs> Zero social awareness, just he sees yeah. Andrew. I love this part too, because Andrew sees him and he's just like, What are you doing, Matthew? Like I could totally see you. And Matthew is just like looking around and then he like tries to walk out from behind the the like small tree he's hiding behind 
and then he's just like standing in the middle of the road and then he like sees Simon and instead of hiding he just like walks up to Simon and he's got his he's taking notes on Simon from like five feet away from him in the middle of the road I love it so he's great like, you're a little off aren't you <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but um, yeah and then after after this in he the next scene is him just like he's just spiraling he's like i need to do what i can do like i i just need to work hard and i mean i think that's what it is it's like he's like i have to work harder i'm not doing enough like he's already fishing all day and 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 nights and now he's going out on his date what's supposed to be a day of re- or i don't know if this is shabbat yeah i think he's just going out yeah i think there's um, like three I, I think he says because matthew hits him with like oh yeah quintus is coming like yeah tomorrow yeah. and he's yeah. like what I, uh, shabbat's not for like three days or something yeah like, and no he's coming now <laughs> yeah he's coming now and 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 so, like, I don't even know if he's in, completely in the wrong. I think when you're in, you're cornered. He's cornered right now. He's cornered. He's he's gotten himself into a mess, <laughs> and now he's like, I have to fix this. So he's going out and working harder and doing what he can. And like, I feel like I can totally relate to that. I mean, I feel like any times I've ever been in any like financial or, or, you know, just anything like that. You're just, you, you're like, okay, well, I'm already working 60 hours. I can squeeze in 15 more hours or, you know what I mean? Like some ridiculous statement. And then, and then you, you burn yourself out. And then in the end, really what you did didn't really affect it. And it just all worked out regardless. Call it Jesus, call it not like it just, it worked out or, or it didn't. Right. Mm -hmm. And the amount of like, spiraling of uh whatever it is didn't really change the situation yeah and so that i think that's where he's he's at i'm watching him right now as he's hanging off a boat with a torch in the middle of the night and then that, that's catching no <laughs> yeah. fish so no they did a really good job at um i feel like we really haven't talked much about like the um the theatricalness of it or whatever you want to say but but i think they did really good and here's matthew sitting on a on the side with his dog just eating some popcorn watching (laughs) yeah but yeah no i like uh i like the the descent into madness out Mm -hmm. on the boat in in the middle of the night um i i do like uh the use of 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 cuts uh and like the um jagged scene transition like edit transitions i mean they're all on the boat but like um i'm always a fan of like the the quick like snap into another scene in the same area of of a man (laughs) break completely breaking down um but yeah simon's losing it he's realizing that basically he has this night to catch a ton of fish to pay (laughs) pay off his debt or else you know best case scenario he's going to prison worst case scenario he's probably going to die um, yeah you know everything's going to be taken from him um but he he's in that moment where he's like so desperate no nothing he's getting no results and he's just like you know what like i've been like faithful uh, a faithful follower of you god i've been a a faithful servant i've 
prayed, I've worshipped, I've thanked you, and like this is what I get. Like nothing. You're like, where uh-huh. are you in my time of need? Like the biggest need I've had in my life. Like where are you? And I've, I also feel like we can all relate in moments like that. <laughs> Everyone's had one of those moments. I I would have to imagine. Oh yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I feel like even in like, like real deep moments, you know, like with you, you get a lot of these, like where people die in your life, this and that. And then like, this is like a very fair reaction. And it's probably why a lot of people walk away from their faith and, yeah, you know, or at least even at the very least question it. And I mean, I think it's a fair thing to question it with, with these types of things. Like I, I feel like it's a it's a good question you know, to ask. Like when you're when you're desperate, like when he's sitting here yelling up, I'm um he's talking to like you you brought us out of Egypt for what, dude? Like for <laughs> what? Like yeah. for us to to do this and now like we're getting crushed by Rome. And and to some extent, like you look at it and you're like, Well, Peter, you know, like you you didn't do this or you didn't do yeah. that. You're being like Peter. Some, some of it but, might have been avoidable, but, but also some of it you're being oppressed wasn't. by yeah, yeah. by a bunch of um, you know, uh Big I guess you would, yeah, you'd say they're democratic, but they're they're not. It's tyrants, and you know what I mean? So like it's just I don't know. It's um yeah, so you look at it and you really like start to feel for him. You're like, all right. And then I do love the redemption of like um, the people that he was going to turn in. Yeah. Picks him up on the boat. Yeah. Big Z and James Big Z, and John, yeah, they yeah. come over and they're like, hey, we'll yep, help and you out, and I guess. Andrew. And so it's, it's, it's good. I, I really liked the spiraling of, of, of Peter. It's, I think it's the most, um, I think that's probably why this is my favorite episode so far. Yeah. Um, uh, I also like the fact that um, even though they came, they still caught zero fish. <laughs> no, literally, like, <laughs> like zero. not even one, not even like three fish. It's not like they had like a really small catch that clearly wasn't going to be able to pay off the debt. It's like no, they literally no caught bluegill zero fish or, uh, all minnow. night. <laughs> uh, they they you know have a terrible night catch nothing come to shore as they're coming to shore uh they see a man teaching in front of a crowd there on the shore um turns out it's jesus uh and here is is kind of uh obviously another really cool moment um another like mary magdalene moment from episode one uh where jesus obviously is in the exact place that he knows he needs to be. Um, He knows exactly who's out on the water and he knows exactly what Simon needs. Uh, And it's so cool to see this scene play out where, you know, he's, he's teaching these people. He uses, he asks Simon and Andrew if he can stand in their boat to, to teach because people are having a hard time hearing. Uh, And for some reason uh, backing further away from the crowd would make it easier for them to hear. Um, sorry, nitpicking the logistics of of this whole scene here and reasoning of getting on the boat. But nonetheless, he gets on the boat, um, takes some convincing from Simon. Andrew 
immediately realizes that or recognizes that this is Jesus. So he's like, hey, Simon, th this is the guy that I was telling you about. This is the Messiah. Uh, and Simon's still kind of hesitant. Uh, but basically, Jesus teaches a parable about fishing and how um, heaven is going to be like the sorting of fish here, like at the end of the age. Angels will come down and they'll sort, uh, you know, the good from the bad. And much like the fishermen do, uh, the good fish go in the barrel and the bad get tossed. Um, that's what uh, will come here at uh, the end of the age. And the crowd disperses. And before he leaves, uh, he has uh you know simon has an encounter with jesus which was really cool um you want to go through what what happens here with simon yeah no i mean he literally is like so he's like all right i gotta go i think he said i gotta go um and he he's like just stay jesus tells peter just stay for a little bit um just and i want to make one little side note i thought this was really cool um you kind of see Matthew <laughs> still sit on the beach, just still yeah. being a, a creep, just sitting there just with him and his dog, <laughs> you know, watching, you know, Simon Peter all night. And when they came up on the boat, he was, Jesus was teaching the parable of the seed that fallen on soil. And so I was wondering why they had Matthew in the scene and it looks, and, and this parable is in Matthew. So I thought that was uh, makes clever. Sense. So I, I was like, I, I just looked because, that because, of course, Quintus in the dialogue with Matthew uh, earlier in the episode uh, asks him, you know, can you write? Uh, I need you to take account and write down every little detail, which every I thought was yeah funny because you know, yeah, he ends up no, that's good. And I didn't even anyway. I even piece what you just said until now. So that's good. Yeah, no. So I thought that was pretty clever of them to put Matthew in this scene and have them teaching. I was like, why did they choose the parable of the seed right there? And so um interesting. But so we have Simon Peter. He's just being Simon Peter. He's looking at at there and just doubting, scoffing, and um and he asked him, he, so he gets on the boat and he, Jesus is teaching, you know, from the boat so that it can hear. And, um, and he's like, he's using, he's like doing what every preacher does and he's using, um, people as his props there <laughs> on stage. And he's like, so what is this thing? And G Peter's like, it's an, it's a net for catching fish. And, yeah. you know, like, and, uh, <laughs> and so he talks about just, you know you know catching fish and um and what it'll be like at the end of the age and um so he's like i i have some business to attend to um and he basically tells peter i can't i'm trying to think of what he actually tells him when he go do you remember what he says not off the top of my head no um oh he tells him to go put down put that down for the catch a little farther out. Um, and he's like, I don't have an issue with that, but like, we've been doing this all night. <laughs> <You know>? like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is not, uh, so he tells him to go out there and cast it out. So he casts out, um, the net 
and the boat i mean is essentially like tipping yeah and and so there's just so many fish and it you know it gets into that like that uh yeah. fun music that's like you know there's thousands <laughs> of fish and so um, yeah uh, it's pretty cool uh, i i love it though because like they're literally i keep saying literally but they're they're their boats are beached they're on shore basically like and jesus is like yeah throw your net in you'll catch some fish here. yeah go out there like 50, <laughs> and Simon, 50 feet and you know you'll Simon i'm looking like, at it now that's they like don't even go boat. off the shore that's the thing like they're still on oh, the shore right. and like he and jesus is i like, didn't even pick up on that they like, haven't even moved out yeah he's like just <laughs> cast your net and throw it out, like, dude. looking at him like he's an idiot like I've been fishing all night and I'm on shore. Like why, why would I do this? <laughs> mm -hmm. He's like, come on. And Andrew's like, really? Come on, dude. He's the Messiah. Um, but yeah, he, he casts the net and then um, we get the, we get a miracle. Simon gets his miracle. Um, and, it, and it's cool because, um, you know, his wife, I forget her name. Uh, apologies. <laughs> Um, but earlier in the episode, she talks about faith. Where's your faith? And in this moment, uh, Simon like reluctantly listens to Jesus. Right. And I think that it's possible. This is just my point of view. Um, I think it's possible to, well, maybe it's not. Is it possible to have faith, act in faith, and still be a little reluctant? I don't think so, now that I'm saying it out loud, because it, the re reluctancy kind of could be the the opposite, the counter of, of faith, right? Um, because oftentimes if you're being reluctant, you're not believing in what you're doing, right? Or you think what you're doing is not going to be fruitful or benefit no. beneficial or successful i don't know that is is my in real time thought process making any sense to you no it is and and so i think that's a good observation and i what did the word you reluctance is what did what did you use yeah yeah he, he was okay. like he like Re reluctantly yeah in obeyed are you saying that like to have faith is to have no doubt? Is that what you're like? Is that? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Because are, aren't those opposites, right? Well, they, if you they, have faith in something you're, you, you're believing in, in whatever you're putting your faith in. But if you have doubts of what you're putting your faith in, isn't that counterproductive or is it I don't possible think it is. to doubt but I, also have faith that that you'll find your success or your your in this case your miracle like like Simon received I don't think it is like <clears throat> you know um contradicting there I I think that you need to ha be somewhat um reluctant towards things so like I, I had my thoughts were going really good there for a moment but <laughs> um 
maybe, maybe i think there's a go ahead i don't want you to lose your thoughts no so. i think there's a line between blind faith and reason like we're told to what is the love the lord your god with all your heart and all your mind and all your soul right mm. so like that means to have faith but it's also to think you know like to think through things and to think is to I don't want to say to think is to doubt, but in our scenario, it is, you know, you have to, if you don't think you're just going to do, and you're not going to, you know, like, like for instance, you got, you got Peter that is just acting out of, out of being scared earlier or, or uh, out of being cornered into a wall. And so he lost faith there, but like, at the same time, like you need to be able to think and doubt things to have the right faith. Cause what if yeah. it's not a faith problem? What if it's like how we, I mentioned earlier about your, you just need to get your needs right. Or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, well, and now that we're talking about this, I don't think Simon cast his net with any faith because through the whole episode, he's clearly at, at this point, like kind of lost all faith uh you know taking mm -hmm. into account the spiral out in the in the in the in the boat in the middle of the night uh but i think what this is kind of showing here at least what i'm taking away from it as we're like in in real time sorting out the thoughts mm -hmm. in my brain which is a fun exercise and probably yeah. is entertaining to listen to because no, <laughs> you guys, is, everyone's probably screaming about, at man. their phone and like, you idiot, that's not what. <laughs> um, but maybe it's not, this isn't a faith teaching moment. Maybe this is a sometimes even when you have no faith and even when you think that you've like, done everything possible like sometimes all it takes is obedience mm. right like i don't think simon well i know simon didn't think he was going to catch anything throwing his net there so i don't think he threw his net believing in faith that he was going to reap a bountiful catch I don't think he thought he was going to catch a single fish, much like he had had the last eight hours he was on the water. But in obedience, he heard what Jesus told him, and he followed through with what Jesus told him. And in that act of following the voice of God, he was blessed with a miracle that met his needs. Mm. And in that moment, like as they're, you know, after they filled the boat full of fish, like he falls on his knees in front of Jesus and he basically like that's <laughs> his literal come to Jesus moment where uh -huh. he's like he's and I think I don't know exactly. I wish I would have wrote down what he says in this interaction here, but I, I think. It. OK, can you read it? Because I don't want to like. Say, yeah, he says my brother and the baptizer, they were they were trying to to like tell me and mm. said you are the lamb of the god yes or lamb of god yes and um jesus says i am <laughs> and um 
Peter says, depart from me. Um, I am a sinful man. You don't know who I am and the things I've done. And Jesus says, don't be afraid, Simon. And he says, I'm sorry. We've waited for you for so long. We've believed, but my faith, I'm sorry. And so. Okay, that's exactly, okay, that's what I was hoping. So like at this moment, like he's kind of admitting like, Mm -hmm. you know, my faith, I'm sorry. Like I like it's, it's, it had been lost. It had been diminished, but in this act of obedience and then being blessed, like it restored his faith. Right. He realizes who this is. And like, I don't know. It was just, I'm glad we had this like real time little thought like exercise because I literally learned something in the midst of figuring that out. And I th- yeah. I just think that's a really cool lesson because um <clears throat> you know, I mean we've all been in Simon's shoes as we've talked about, but like it's cool that like sometimes it doesn't even take faith. Like sometimes it just takes obedience. Like mm-hmm. hearing like Again, I'm so sorry that I'm using the word literal so much, but like (laughs) Simon is literally hearing the voice of Jesus, the voice of God, tell him to do something. He does it and is blessed. So like when we hear God speak to us, when we feel the Holy Spirit like lead us, like there is blessing and uh, provision in obedience and then as those things happen as you know you receive miracles as you receive provision and as you receive blessings like that just builds your faith and it's just i don't know it's it's a cool like circle yeah and and what i like about this too is as soon as he puts down his lack of faith he realizes that there's something greater on the other side of that. And that's the, I think the key takeaway for me with this is like, I I think about, um, I don't know if most people don't know the stories, but like the story of Gideon in the old Testament, Um, he was part of one of the judges period of, of time. And so literally his whole story was like, was like God stripping him down to go fight um, like the Midianites. And I know I'm kind of jumping topics here, but the point here is, is like, he's like, well, I, I need more men. And, and God's like, no, you don't just take, um, he's like, actually you need less men. And so take all these people down to the river and like have them drink from drink from the river and the people that stick their head down like a dog. Um, and then there's going to be some people that like lift up their, the water with their hands. Right. And so he gets rid of like, basically starts out with like, I don't know. I can't remember the numbers. It's like hundred thousand men and gets down to like 20,000 or, or 5,000 or some ridiculous number. And then he beats like what he was first outnumbered with, with the few people. But the point here is like, he was stripping down that faith, uh, not stripping down the faith, but stripping down that lack of faith to trust that like, there's, there is something greater on the other side. And it's actually like um, you, you have more. What a word I want to use here. 
you don't, you don't, I can't think of how I want to word this. Um, Welcome to my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just I'm only going to do this once a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I usually do this once a podcast. So here's, here's my moment. I just think that it's that, like I just mentioned, it's the other side of it. And getting to that other side is like, hey, you know what? Drop the the lack of everything and like just trust. And as soon as we get to this point, like we can finally move on with where we, where we need to go. Because this is where he calls him, right? Is that what? Yeah. Yeah. He, he yeah. So like, next said, lift up your he's yeah he's basically just like what can i what can i do like thank like thank you what can i do to repay you and he's just like he says lift up your head fisherman fisherman (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i don't know why i said that weird oh man um what do you want from me and he said follow me and and so that was actually my first blog post follow me i was thinking a lot about the different times he said it through the bible but like um yeah and just the turning point of this is like i feel like i don't know if you've ever been there like you know you work a job <laughs> I you do. Do. Yeah, yeah you know yes. um that's how you got that nice reptar hoodie yeah save <laughs> um yes, but hoodie rules by the way yes it does gotta love tommy picks um <laughs> oh man um i've sidetracked myself where was I going? Oh, where you, you know, you get to this point where I feel like you burn out on everything. And then you have this, like these, these moments where you're stripped down and then you get like this renewal of like, I don't know. I don't want to call it faith, but like something, you know, you, I, I I'm looking at Peter here and I love the, like, it's just a 180. This mm-hmm. dude is smiling. He's cheesing it's, it. He's, he's just he, he's, he, his zeal has been restored. demeanor is exactly exactly. There's something that that was like he was so empty, and mm-hmm. it's just like in an instant, it's just you're you're full. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I, I that's literally like I don't know how else to put it. Like he, we just said on the one episode like i was one way and now i'm different like it's literally <laughs> yep. that way and it's call it cheesy call it cliche call it whatever you want to call it but like that is what like you think you have the, this movement of people that follow this this dude named jesus that lived 2000 years over 2000 years ago and like like there's an a real moment that happens that causes people to it's not indoctrination as a child it's not that like there's real like transformation that that happens and that's why people continue to to follow this guy Mm -hmm. years like you know what i mean like and i just see it all over and that's my experience with it is yours did you feel that way or like was it like this yeah and like i still don't really know how to explain what that moment was like yeah i can um, i can envision it yeah it, i mean like i remember it exactly mm-hmm. um and like i think we talked about it on episode zero so go listen uh <laughs> but yeah it's just like i don't know sometimes the easiest way to explain things is the simplest and it's just like mary said in episode one or two uh yeah it was episode two i was mm-hmm. one way now i'm completely different 
and the thing that happened in between was him. Uh, that's literally the best way you can put it. And, and it sounds silly, but no, it does because there's no reason to it. <laughs> yeah. And like, like actually like reasoning to it and, and there will be none. And I think that right there is like, the definition of faith right like yeah. you know like not blind faith not not this like you know i'm just gonna go because i gotta go or whatever it's just this like transformation just happened i cannot explain it at mm -hmm. all i don't know how to and i'm i have the faith to 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 do whatever i don't know <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean like it's just i don't know <laughs> yeah no it's good uh so here so sure. Yeah. Fish or nothing. You got bigger things ahead of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so Jesus asks Simon to follow him. Uh, also on the scene, Andrew is is asked. Uh, he also calls uh, Big James and John. Um, and also, I don't know if you noticed, I'm sure you did, because they focus on these people uh, two or three times in, during this the scene on the beach here, but um, Thaddeus and the other James, as well as Mary Magdalene are a part of the crowd being taught here on the beach. Are they? Um, yeah. So uh, we have those three in the crowd. Matthew is watching and documenting this all unfolding, like from behind the bush with his dog. And we have Simon, Andrew, Big James and John being asked to follow Jesus here. So it's like, bam, big chunk of the disciples all in one place uh, in this scene, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, so that's pretty much the end of Simon's arc in this episode, which is the majority of the episode. Uh, we also have, um, I think the only other arc is nicodemus and his learning of john the baptizer mm -hmm. and which is how it says ends yeah which basically earlier on in the episode uh there's a meeting of the pharisees and this is one of those moments where I, i'm it's it's a borderline cheese where i like i was like okay you're a little too on the nose here uh but basically he's taught nicodemus is talking with his uh other fellow pharisees um or I shouldn't say fellow, his his minion Pharisees, his <laughs> underlings. And they're talking That's about minions. this yeah, this this guy out, you know, in the river, like baptizing people and forgiving them of their sins and all this Eating stuff. Locusts. Yeah. And uh and the one is like, and you know what's the worst? He says we're snakes. And they're like they're like, what? Us? The Pharisees? The religious leaders? And I'm like, <laughs> that's yeah, really yeah. like, come on, we could have toned down a little bit there. We kind of understand that it's a group of Pharisees <laughs> who are at this time religious leaders. You don't have to literally <laughs> spell it out for us. I will not say literally another time tonight or on future episodes. I've I've overused that word tonight and I apologize really i literally have no i mean that's <laughs> that's a, <laughs> you're the worst uh but yeah so here we're introduced to this john the baptizer character because i i want to say this happens before andrew comes running from jerusalem uh 
talking about seeing Jesus for the first time. Uh, If it didn't happen before, you know, whatever, we're we're starting to hear rumblings of this John the baptizer. Um, The next scene with Nicodemus, he's eating dinner with his wife and breaks the news to her like, you know, (laughs) she's like, yeah, this couldn't have been going any better, you know, if we like planned it all ourselves or whatever. And he's like, yeah, it's been it's been pretty rad. Uh, I guess we'll stay here, you know, maybe a, a fortnight or two or whatever. And then, like, under his breath, he's like, oh, or until my research is completed. And she's like, uh, excuse me? <laughs> you, you can't complete your research in Jerusalem? And he's like, well, uh, he pulls, like, the, the man card in society back then. And he's like, it's been settled. We're going <laughs> to stay until... <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, during this dinner, uh, it's interrupted by a knock at the door, and it's um, one of his uh, underlings basically saying, "Yeah, that that crazy Shmuel guy, he had that John the Baptizer arrested." And Nicodemus is like, "But did he really do anything?" <laughs> he's like, "Well, no." And he's like, "Okay, can I question him?" <laughs> uh, so um, the third and final scene with Nicodemus. Uh, involving John the Baptizer is at the very end of the episode and uh, Nicodemus goes into the cell with John and basically is like are, are you the one they call John the Baptizer? And, and John <laughs> also, the voiceover yeah, That's it's great. Good. I'm just basically reenacting the episode. You're welcome. Um, I think he's got more of a which, high-pitched That's voice. true, uh, but I don't like it so I made it I made it savory. Um, and and you know what, guys? If you've never listened to Showboys or if you've never listened to a companion <laughs> series that I've been on for Showboys, this is how recaps go. I just basically, <laughs> in my own language, recap the scenes. And uh, sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's cringy. Uh, probably all the time it's annoying. But uh, this is what you're going to get. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyways, you know, old scraggly, hairy... John walks up to the bars, uh, which are just wood uh, tree branches and bugs sticking out his teeth. Yeah, he's got like this real crazy eye look on him, too. Did you notice that? Like he's borderline yeah. Forrest Whitaker eye over there. He's like, uh, and he just he, he's like, yeah. And Nicodemus is like, I want to ask you some questions about miracles. And then he gets this weird, crazy John the Baptizer smile and the episode ends. Um, yeah, overall, uh, you liked this episode. I did. I just, I like Peter's story. I like his, um, just spiraling and his just complete 180. And I mean, that seems to be just what we've, what we're experiencing. I mean, we have, um, Mary Magdalene that's this way. You, now you have Simon Peter. Yeah. Um, it's almost like they're trying to visually show like how repentance works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and like comparison to like, you know, the, the Pharisees would give you like that kind of style is like a, you know, you should feel shame over this and you need to be, yeah. you need to make up for this. And this is like, 
yeah. you know what like turn yeah. around like repent is to turn and 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 yeah and i feel then like you that have, word has such a bad rap like oh, it has has so many connotations people, to it that bad and it, find that word dirty but like like you just said like it's the turn dude. it's just literally it. like like to repent means you were going this way mm-hmm. and instead go this way <laughs> like yeah just turn from what you're doing and uh don't do it anymore <laughs> exactly uh, <laughs> and and so I, I don't know. I just, I love seeing, I loved, I, I loved this episode. It was such a good one. I just think that it's a good, like you said, you know, they're repenting They're yeah. It's showing them how, how they're doing that. I think it's, it's just, uh, it's good. I, I'm super excited about some of the episodes that are coming up. Um, yeah. I try uh... not to watch ahead. <laughs> um, again, you know, I really do. Sometimes the old TV just uh, doesn't turn off and, goes on to the next episode whoopsie yeah but yeah uh but yeah i'm I'm excited for what is to come i think uh much like last week i think much like every episode we've done so far um i've grown to like the episode more after doing this Uh, yeah not that i didn't like the episodes before but i didn't have the uh appreciation for this episode until we i i was able to uh, think through it out Mm -hmm. loud with you guys um and now i really uh i enjoy this episode a lot this Um, is probably my favorite (laughs) podcast episode that we've done too so that's a good one we kind of got into a a few things there yeah i mean we derailed a few times but you know that happens what do you do just turn it on Uh, 1.5 speed or something yeah um I will say one final thing, and then we'll just mm-hmm. wrap up. Uh, when you were talking about Simon's, uh, again, we I, I keep calling him Simon just because he hasn't been called Peter yet in the episode. But when you talk, when you say Peter, when I say Simon, we're talking about the same guy. Yeah, um, Simon Peter. <laughs> yes. Uh, when you were talking about him, like, uh, like the restoration of his zeal or whatever, um, that. Well, I use the words. Yeah, I was going to say that. That's he, not my uh, word. Basically, was empty and is now full. Oh, yeah, yeah. His yeah. passion, his joy has kind of been restored. Um, it makes me think of my favorite King's Kaleidoscope song. Probably, yeah, it's it's definitely my favorite. It gets me every time. Uh, Verge of Tears. By Mike the cries end, a lot. Every time. I do. I'm a big set. <laughs> um, but no, they have an amazing song. It's actually three songs. Um, but meant to be one song played continuously. So I don't know why they just didn't make it one track. I'm getting in the weeds here, but it's called the rush. And it describes literally that like, uh, it, it takes you through the, the process of being someone who's lost their zeal and then like coming to the realization and restoration of that zeal. Mm-hmm. And it's, it dude it gets me every time i love it it's an amazing song go listen to it the rush by king's classical mm. um there you go that being said thank you guys for listening if you're watching this on youtube uh because we do post youtube videos at least showboys uh podcast has a companion series playlist for the chosen on our youtube channel um please hit the subscribe button uh, and let us know what you thought in the comments if you are listening to the audio version uh thank you we have a video version if that interests you 
if not, uh, we appreciate you listening to the audio version. Uh, please like and rate and follow, review, etc. on your listening platform mm-hmm. of choice. Uh, we are posting this on all of Showboy's audio and YouTube channel and also on the Nerdy Bible audio platforms and yep. maybe video eventually or... Yes, it is coming. Okay, it, cool. it is. It is coming. So basically, if you can't find this, I mean, you probably can't because we're small content creators. But we're making it like massively available on a lot of platforms and two different yeah. like sources. So, yep, you can listen to this pretty much anywhere. That's what we're getting mm-hmm. at. Um, <clears throat> and there's a lot of you got a lot of good geeky nerdy content on your site i got some on mine and so there's you know you don't have to just come for the jesus stuff you can come for all the (laughs) well i mean like your your thing is kind of well yeah but i'm also talking uh, yeah you're right well i do want to do a lot of series on like (laughs) science and stuff so i want to i want to create i'm excited about your uh your new thing coming up yeah that's exciting i also have like a lot of visions for like animations and stuff and like so i'm trying to create well-rounded people you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. had good educated in all the areas so and um yeah and so like i also enjoy video games and (laughs) other things like that too so um, yes and you get you you guys do a lot of that stuff on your your site. Um, of course, yeah. If you if you're uh, listening, it's a to good this looking and, website. Well, thank you. I, the guy who did it is pretty great. Um, <laughs> if you're listening and you are not familiar with Showboys, we are yes, like James said, we're kind of like a nerd culture catch all uh, that that kind of focuses on film and gaming. Uh, but we talk about other stuff. We talk about music. Talk about all yeah. uh, all sorts of things. Yeah. We have a website, showboysmedia.com. You can go over there, check out all of our stuff. We have, um, you know, our episodes on, on the website. We have um, a gaming page with all of our streaming partners. Uh, we also are doing a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. It's been super fun, and we have a whole section of our website dedicated to that. Uh, go check it out. And uh, we also have Discord. You can join. That'll be a fun time. Um, but yeah, check out the nerdy Bible.com. Check out showboysmedia.com. Thank you for listening and really looking forward to episode five mm-hmm. next week. So, uh, stay tuned and we'll see you next time. Shalom. Bye.